from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, June 25th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The average number of new COVID-19 cases in Ohio each day continues to trend upward. Governor DeWine spoke about this increase during a news conference in Northeast Ohio. As we open up the economy, it's, it's summer. People are out. They're moving around more. And so anyone who's watching this or is going to read what I say, if you want the economy to continue to move, if you want to be able to get people back to work, the number one most important thing you can do is to keep this virus from spreading. DeWine did tweet that he, his wife Fran, and Lieutenant Governor John Husted all tested negative for the virus after being tested during a news conference earlier this week. Among new cases in Ohio, at least 17 high school students from southeast Ohio tested positive for the virus after a recent trip to Myrtle Beach. Belmont County previously had reduced infection rates to zero. Some Ohio lawmakers are working to declare racism a public health crisis. As Yolanda Harris reports, Shannon Isom of the WYCA testified in a second committee hearing yesterday. This resolution would not only declare racism a public health crisis, it would ask the governor to create a working group to promote racial equity. We believe that declaring racism as a public health crisis will be a long-term policy response that can outlast this particular moment, that can outlast any particular emotion and redress the wrongs of the past. The resolution has not yet been voted on in the Senate Health, Human Services and Medicaid Committee. I'm Yolanda Harris. Vice President Mike Pence took part today in the unveiling of an all-electric pickup truck being manufactured in the former General Motors plant in Lordstown near Youngstown. WKYC-TV in Cleveland reports Pence rode into the venue in the endurance pickup being produced by Lordstown Motors. Pence described the new venture as a new beginning for Lordstown and a new day of leadership for electric vehicles. Lordstown Motors took over the shuttered plant late last year. The company says the truck has the fewest moving parts of any motor vehicle, which will lead to fewer maintenance costs and lower total cost of ownership. The truck's base price is $52,500. Governor Mike DeWine wasn't in Lordstown today when Pence visited, but he was there yesterday to visit the former General Motors facility and hold a news conference. More from Scott Light. There, he said he not only endorses President Trump, but plans to campaign for him if he's asked to. Certainly. I mean... I've done it before, I've done it in the past, uh, certainly intend to do it, do it again. Ohio Republican Senator Rob Portman has also endorsed the president, but he did not vote for him in 2016. Ohio Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown endorsed Joe Biden back in April. I'm Scott Light. Ohio's unemployment picture continues to improve according to new numbers released today. ONN's Dave James reports. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services reports there were about 34,500 new filings for unemployment compensation last week. That's a number that has held fairly steady for the last three weeks. But continuing claims are down 314,000 from when they hit their peak in April. Overall, the state says just about 1.4 million people have filed for jobless benefits over the past 14 weeks. Dave James, I went in news. 
The U.S. Department of Labor says another one and a half million Americans filed initial jobless claims last week. Tracy Townsend takes a closer look at the figures. That brings the total number of new jobless claims filed since the mid-March time frame to more than 47 million. First-time claims for unemployment benefits have fallen in every jobs report for the past 12 weeks. So conditions in the U.S. labor market are improving, but that jobless claims number still higher than it's ever been before the pandemic. The Labor Department reports people who have filed for unemployment benefits for at least two weeks in a row stood at 19.5 million. I'm Tracy Townsend. In a unanimous decision, the Ohio Supreme Court yesterday struck down a key part of Toledo's red light camera program. Michael Tater has the story. Last year, House Bill 62 passed, placing exclusive jurisdiction in the municipal courts to handle every non-criminal traffic law violation. Toledo continued to operate with its own city-appointed officers to oversee appeals. The city tells us they will begin working to switch appeals over to municipal court. The decision will have an effect on other cities' red light programs if they used the same type of hearings. Michael Tater in Toledo. And the U.S. Senate has unanimously passed and sent on to the House legislation to rename NASA's Plumbrook Station in Sandusky after Neil Armstrong. Here's Pete Scalia. Ohio Senators Rob Portman and Sherrod Brown introduced the legislation last September. Plumbrook is a testing facility and is part of the NASA Glenn Research Center in Cleveland. It houses unique world-class facilities that conduct critical and innovative ground tests for the international aerospace community. Neil Armstrong was a native of Wapakoneta and became the first man to walk on the moon nearly 51 years ago. He died eight years ago at the age of 82. I'm Pete Scalia. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett from the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.